to the Authentic You podcast. I'm Gemma Sandwell, intuitive coach, TEDx speaker and energy healer. And I'm here to help you connect to your authentic best self so you can flourish in life and business and live your purpose every day. I bring you a combination of personal development tools, neuroscience, energy tips and expert speakers to help you be authentically you. Okay, so a very warm welcome to today's podcast. Um, Today's podcast is um, something slightly different um, where we are going to be doing a coaching session. Um, I was going to say live on air, although we're not live. This is pre-recorded. We're going to be doing a um, a coaching session on the podcast. And the purpose of me um, bringing bringing people into the podcast to be coached and giving that opportunity is A, firstly, um, coaching is something that is a huge passion of mine. It's something that I've um, trained a lot in over the last few years. So like as much coaching that I can do, the better really. Um, that's always, you know, always a bonus. I really enjoy it. So being able to give free coaching is something um, that I really value, but to be able to give that on a bigger level and actually um, my thinking behind this is as I bring guests onto the podcast, um, that are being coached, then those listening, um, you're almost like being coaches because it's helping your thought process. You'll be thinking about whether consciously or unconsciously thinking about the questions that I'm asking, and hopefully it will help you to have some more new thought processes as well. So um, if anyone is interested in being coached um, here on the podcast, I have an application process and I will pop it in the show notes for the podcast. So today we have the amazing and brave Jill here today from Advanced Life Coaching, who is here to be coached on the podcast today. So a very warm welcome to you, Jill. Thank you very much, Gemma. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So would you like to just um, do a brief introduction, Jill, um, a little bit about you, what you do, your business, um, and then we'll get in, get in, get on with the coaching. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was a driving instructor for over 22 years. And then um, after being told I needed knee replacements and diagnosed diabetes with diabetes, I I got into a very dark place and then decided to take control of things and got a personal trainer, researched foods, managed to reverse my diabetes and no longer need knee replacements. And then I decided to train as a life coach. And that's what I've been doing ever since. I've also studied some positive psychology and uh, an advanced practitioner in conversational intelligence. Uh, I also do Reiki. um, And I know there's other things which I always forget about. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way, isn't it? When you're like, when you really love learning things, there's so many things, isn't there? And it's it's hard to remember them all. It is, yes. Yeah. I certainly think, oh yes, I forgot I did I did that. I, I know I did a basic course in um counseling many years ago in Cardiff University. Oh, amazing. 
Yeah, lots of skills. So Jill brings lots of skills here, here today and um, as well as bravery of, of being coached on the podcast. I'd say that's definitely up there with the uh, with the skills. So, um, so what I'm going to do, Jill, is just ask you a few questions. Um, and for those listening, this is um, I'm an ICF accredited coach and um, I'm also a strengths coach and a positive psychology practitioner. So this is kind of like the way that I coach is a combination of those skills. So one of the most important things is to honour the the outcome that the coachee brings to the session. So I'm not here to. Um, to tell you what to do Jill I'm not here to give you advice which I'm sure as you know as a coach yourself yes. <laughs> um, I, but my ultimate aim is to guide your thing guide your thinking and for you to have new insights um, and for you to sort of think outside the box that's that's my main aim is that I'm here to ask questions to support you and challenge you to have those new insights yourself and feel empowered to move forward with those actions that you've set yourself in the session does that sound okay Yes, thank you. And in usual circumstances, I would say that this this call is com is confidential. But in this in this case, this is not confidential. This is being um, aired across the podcast. So are you still happy with that, Jill, for us to play? Yes, I am. Awesome. OK, so um, so let's start with your um, your topic. What is the topic that you would like us to focus on today, Jill? Resistance with marketing. OK. Um, so in the time that we've got today, what would be a good outcome for you around this resistance to marketing? I'd like to uh, explore whether I've got a block there or nothing is wrong or um, whether it's just my own thinking. And... I want to feel more comfortable in, in, in my thinking and feeling towards it in moving forward. Okay, so doing some exploration around thinking around, is there a block, is it you, and moving forward. So how will you know that you've got to the outcome that you desire today after our session? I think it will be an internal feeling more like um, a deep, a deep sigh of relief. <laughs> I love those deep sighs of relief. They're always the best. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely deep sigh of relief. Okay, that sounds good. We can, uh, so we'll set, kind of set that as our outcome feeling. Um, and what would you like from me as your coach today? What levels of sort of support and challenge would you like from me today, Jill? Well, I'd like you to just challenge my thoughts around it mm -hmm. um i don't believe it's fear-led but you're welcome to challenge that in case there's something there that is holding me back that's that that i'm not quite, it 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 almost feels like you know with a blinker on mm -hmm. whatever it is it's the other side of the blinker okay and exactly what it is I, I can't put my finger on it I can't quite get to what it is okay so where do you want to start well in human design I'm a projector yeah and you know it's it's always said projectors have to wait for the invitation so 
I wonder if I if I overemphasize on the waiting for the invitation of how to put an invitation out <laughs> without, you know, I'm, I see marketing as, as an invitation and as a projector, if I'm supposed to wait for the invitation, how do I also give the invitation? Mm-hmm. So I, <coughs> excuse me, I think, um, I think, am I using that as, a, um, as an excuse in some way? Is, is it really sort of something I'm taking too literally because I, I, I am a literal person? So firstly, projectors have amazing energy. I have a lot of projectors in my life. It's a very, very lovely energy. Um, So can you, so you say about, you're not sure whether you're like waiting and that waiting is potentially holding you back. Um, And this is something I hear very commonly with projectors is like, but I've got to wait for the invitation. How does that work? You know, especially in a world that's like, go, go, go. So can you tell me about a time that you've waited for invitation before and you've got, you've then got that invitation and it's been successful? Actually, (coughs) excuse me, when I talk about something that I'm offering without actually offering it, I seem to get the invitation in to oh, can I do that? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I quite understand how I do that sometimes when it happens. But I know when it does happen, then, then it gets the invitation, it gets me the invitation in, and the response is different as soon as I seem to to put it as an invitation myself it's like Mm. okay so I think what I'm hearing there is when you share to a certain level you're you're waiting but you're sharing is that right and then you get an invitation yes if it, you see, I'm, I'm so, so uncertain of this. <laughs> I'm completely <laughs> vague, aren't I? And I think, I think that's, that's what it is because it feels so vague to me. Mm. I mean, I, I can't even fully verbalise it with you. Mm. Can you tell me more about the, those feelings? Because it sounds like you've had success in almost for you there is a there is like a um whether that's projector or whether that's Jill version of waiting for invitation it's like you're 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 still actively doing something in that waiting space and the invite comes in can you tell me about what that feels like when you're in that kind of waiting for invitation space and the the invites come in what what does that feel like in that space Oh, that feels really cool. I mean, it, it's, um, it's exciting. 
because it's it's effortless mm -hmm. it's it's a different energy it's it's um it's just like this exchange happens and and i think what happens is that is so so lovely that that space mm -hmm. that I, i'm actually getting yeah afraid of talking about things at all because i'm i'm afraid of not not being in that that right energy so so in being in that right energy for the waiting do you have a specific example there of where you've waited and the invites have come and that's felt like that nice exchange When I've I've talked about the soul avatar, mm -hmm. and I've just said I I offer the soul avatar, and I've just talked about souls recognizing souls, mm -hmm. and I haven't asked anything of anyone, and then I've just suddenly got messages. Can you tell me more about this? Can we? Can, can we go ahead and do this? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it sounds like you're sharing what Soul Avatar is, and you're almost saying this is what it is, and then the invitations come in. Is that is that right? Yes, and then the invitations yeah. come in, and and I, but I think what where I get this like block with marketing, anything else that I want to, to offer mm -hmm. is it seems like I can't quite get to that place of, of it, it all seems so intangible and, and I don't know whether I just, listen to too much talk about how marketing should be or whether i just need to to find a completely different way of talking about what i do okay so it sounds like talking about the soul soul avatar isn't it make sure i'm yeah. saying it right yeah it sounds like talking about soul avatar you talk you share and you get the invitations so what is the difference between what you're doing there and where you're sharing in, in other aspects of things that you're doing maybe i'm not too excited enough about the other things what's the truth I let me think a minute. It's I feel very excited about Soul Avatar. It feels very alive. Um, I 
it's exciting. And I think I don't feel that spark with some of the other things I'm, I'm talking about. So yeah, they're not gonna get any invitation back if there's no spark from mm -hmm. me either. Yeah, so that sounds like some great awareness there. So where it's working, you've got that spark and you've got that excitement with talking about it. So you've got the energy. So the energetic invitation is then coming back. Um, but the other things that you were talking about don't give you that same rush of energy. So now that you've got that information there of that difference, what do you need to do with that information? Either re, either drop those other things <laughs> or, or look at what, what, was ex, what made me feel excited about them in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm... I would have felt an excitement there initially, otherwise I wouldn't have made any start with them. Can you tell me about those things and why you're offering them? I think because we're told we need to keep adding things to what we offer. <laughs> so it was a matter of, what else can I offer in there? You know, can I only ever talk about soul avatar? No. I, you know, you can't just be one, although you can, you can be one thing if you really want to be, but. What's your deep knowing about whether you can just talk about soul avatar? I can, I know I can. But I do like to explore other things. Mm -hmm. So they could be they could become a part of Soul Avatar, just a branch off. Mm -hmm. I think I get really caught up in all the traditional marketing talk of how it's got to be done or should be done. And then there's like a battle, you know, the um, constantly showing up. And I, I get, I stopped <laughs> showing up on LinkedIn for, for a good while now. Mm -hmm. And when it stopped, it was, it just felt such a relief. I know the feeling. <laughs> I've struggled a bit with LinkedIn energy and cold cold pictures and things like that I keep going <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, I don't want to be doing things where it just feels like if I stopped it would be a relief mm. I wanted it I wanted to be like if I stopped that I'd feel really sad mm -hmm. not relieved so with that in mind what do you need to let go of here? Thinking I have to do it a certain way. Mm -hmm. And allowing me, myself more space. Just, I've got my own growth to, to look after as well. 
which means I need quiet time. Mm -hmm. And I suppose I get worried that am I trying to avoid things, you know, that this I mean, I, I, I always talk about inspired action and choosing not to do anything is, is still an action. Especially as a projector when you're waiting for invitation. Yes, yeah. But I, I yeah. Mm. It's, um, I know I, I don't have any problem talking about sales, you know, I mean, having the driving school for all those years, it was, it was all about sales personally for me. And uh, there was never an issue with that. So it, I know, I know in my heart that that's not the wrong, that's, that I'm okay with that. And sometimes I think, well, should I, should I, should I be a coach? You know, am I focusing on on something where I'm, I actually don't belong? What do you What do you really want, Joe? What's your What is your deepest desire for the work that you do? Well, I've always, I, I've, I've got a short phrase, put on your can-do shoes. And it, it sort of came right through the driving school. I always mm. believed that everybody can do something if they really want to, you know, barring a, you know, the odd thing, which is like, if you're 90, you're not going to learn to be a brain surgeon, mm. you know. But I've, I've always believed that we can do anything. Mm, we can. And I've, I've never thought that anything is impossible. And, you know, with, with driving, I've, I've taught people disabled and um, paralyzed from the neck down and, uh, you know, so much is possible. So my my biggest thing is for nobody to hold back and miss out on in their life mm. or wish they'd done something and and to to really know themselves and you know know the magnificent people that we are. Mm. So it sounds like that's something that you would say to a client. So if you, if your client came to you with what you shared with me today, Jill, what advice would you, what questions or what advice would you give them? <laughs> <laughs> don't you love that, coach the coach? <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> I suppose I would ask why, 
why they become um, decided to train to be a coach in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was told that with teaching people to drive, I'd coached people for over 22 years, mm -hmm. you know. And the reason why I trained to be a coach was after reversing my diabetes and, and no longer needing knee replacements, I was so excited about that. Mm -hmm. You know, I went from not being able to walk a mile without pain to walking 10 miles. Amazing. And, you know, there wasn't the information then about the diabetes, so it was all... I had to test myself after each meal and, and change, like take one ingredient away till I found all the foods mm. that really affected me because it's really personal. And, and I thought, wow, everybody could do this. You know, nobody needs to, to be um, worrying about having their feet amputated or you know, the, the, all the, the things that go along with it. I thought everybody could do this. And I got so excited about the fact that we can move through things like that. And that was why I trained to be a coach. So my initial plan was to, to talk to people about changing their, their health and, and, uh, Nobody wanted to know about that. Nobody that came to me for coaching wanted to coach about their health. It was always something, something else. It was other things. So you got other invitations to what you other invitations yeah. to do with health at all. Um, you know, and I, I created um, different things about you know um helping people who, who if you're caring for somebody who's you know in that situation with their health and and how how best to do that and i had so many thank you responses for for all this um but nobody wanted to be coached around it mm. okay so so that was the initial spark yes that led you to sort of where you are and then it sounds like you've had invitations and you've had invitations for soul avatar so so where we've kind of got to and where we've explored so far so your outcome was you wanted to understand if you had like a blockage holding you back from from marketing and how to navigate this projector invitation so based on what we've explored so far where what are you feeling right now well it's I still think I don't fully understand the the invitation and and whether that could be stopping me from doing things mm -hmm. that would allow the invitation um I think it's quite interesting to notice that I could feel that excitement again about, about the health. Mm. And yet it's interesting that nobody wanted to talk to me about that. Mm. And I, that may well be what's 
it feels like that could be what the block was mm-hmm. or what's been getting in the way as well is I had my plan my focus and it was like mm-hmm. yeah laser into health and it didn't happen mm-hmm. so the invitations that have come for other coaching have been so not obscure but so different Mm -hmm. to that and um nothing is consistent in there which is okay with me I can I can deal with that but it's I think that's been a lack of focus for me then Mm -hmm. so I'm feeling like there's something about this situation of you had your plan and then you didn't get invited that's holding you back in some way here it feels like so what do you need to release from that situation so that you can move forward release that plan and maybe maybe i felt like because i i was so focused in that and i thought i was you know, offering something that was really like beneficial to to health. It felt almost like a rejection. Mm. And the so I, I yeah I lost my way. I lost my way on what I I need to to let go of that mm. and to to maybe be able to refocus in a different direction so we've established that you want to let go of it but for some reason it's still here and it's still influencing where you are now so why might you be desiring to hold yourself back by bringing this in let's look at the shadow side of it Yeah, it was it was it was such a dark time for me. I can remember I got so afraid of of everything, and I'd never experienced fear of doing things. Mm-hmm. And um, I can remember sitting on the settee and my husband saying, "Are we going to have lunch at all today?" And and I said, I don't know. I I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had to eat, and I was also afraid to eat. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I have to, but I'm afraid to. And he said, Shall I just go and make an omelet? <laughs> I remember <laughs> saying, Oh, that would be perfect. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> and he went and cooked an omelet. And it was it was in that moment I thought this is where I can't be Mm. and I really that was releasing myself Mm -hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't what I was supposed to be offering Mm -hmm. that was something personal for me Mm 
So now yeah. you can say to your clients, if in doubt, make an omelette. <laughs> Hashtag Jill saying, make an omelette. <laughs> yeah. It was scary though, you know. Yeah. So it sounds like there's still some there's still some kind of residue of that then kicking kicking about. So consciously you're saying you want to release that, but for some reason that's still here in manifesting. So why might you desire to hold yourself back? How might you benefit from being held back by this past situation? I I do know I I have. I have fears around it mm -hmm. in terms of um, I was really successful as a driving instructor. You know, when, when I left British School of Motoring, they said to me, oh, you won't last six months. And everybody always used to say, you've got to make hay while the sun shines, you know. Mm -hmm. So I spent 22 years making hay. And I'd start at seven in the morning and finish at 10 o'clock at night. And I'd do that Monday to Friday and Saturday I'd finish at six and that was nearly finished. Wow. And no wonder you ended up poorly as a projector working all those hours. <laughs> so it was, and it was, mm. it was constant. I, I worked three areas that were in equal distance to where mm. I lived. And I always had a waiting list for each area. And I never want to work like that again. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a fear of that. Mm -hmm. And that holds me back. Because so I know I can say, no, I'm full. I can't take any more at the moment. Um, which I was used to with waiting lists mm -hmm. then. But it's, yeah, I, I, that's definitely something that, that I think goes on in the back of my head, you know. Mm. So it sounds like there's a, there's a fear there of, there's a fear there around, um, around that, around saying no, around having to work longer hours again. Um, so that always comes into safety, doesn't it? So let's flip that. I want you to tell me about... Why is it safe for you to market your offerings? And when I say offerings, things that light you up that you want to talk about, why is it safer now to step into this new version of you? Because I can, I can set the hours I will work. I can set the number of clients I'll work with. Mm -hmm. And people can can wait mm -hmm. or not and what does that mean for you how is that like why does that create safety for you because I I know that I don't want to work those long hours ever <laughs> again <laughs> yeah. for so long and you you know you can't have time back Mm -hmm. and when you work long hours like that it's all very well to enjoy what you do but you miss out on other fun things mm -hmm. 
because at the end of the day that is work mm-hmm. even if you're having fun and I, I always enjoyed what I did and maybe that's the thing is if I think I'm enjoying myself too much will I let those hours creep back up again mm-hmm. so what do you need to do there to keep a check on that I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do, aren't there? It's just, will I listen to them? Mm. Or will I let things slide? And I think that's, you know, I've I've got some, I've got clear boundaries around um, days I won't work at all. Mm-hmm. And they're like set in stone, you know. So what's the reality here? Is it that is it that you're likely to slip slip into old habits and let your boundaries down? Or is it just a fear that you're going to do that? I think it's more just a fear I'd do mm-hmm. it than the actual reality of it. It's not become a reality. So why should it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's your evidence, isn't it? It hasn't become a reality so far. So so far my evidence suggests I've not I've not let those boundaries slip I'd say that's pretty good how do you how do you feel when you look at that as as data so far I've not let those boundaries slip how does that feel yeah it's it's like wow my head's been you know having a dance round on this (laughs) and and I've happily followed (laughs) I've I've been led on the dance, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of um, in terms of then this this balance of projector energy, and we've we've done some really great, and thank you for being so open and vulnerable there around that fear and exploring that fear. What commitments do you want to make to yourself going forwards, then, Jill? to only talk about what really excites me because that's important Mm -hmm. to talk about it and let the invitations come and just stick to my boundaries, use the calendar put my boundaries on the calendar so they can't be they can't be stepped on then in any way anything else oh i'm sure there's lots (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 just like yeah i've got that You got the feeling you wanted to achieve today. Got that sigh of relief. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we both do a big sigh. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Um. So I kind of I feel like we've we've got to our outcome, which was the feeling and the sigh of relief that we've both done. Um. So, 
Firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for being an absolute star and coming on and, and being coach today, Jill. You've been um, amazingly brave and vulnerable. So thank you thank so you. much. And um, before we close as well, I'd love to know how can people find out more about Soul Avatar? I'm so oh, yeah. very intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can find me on, on Facebook under Jill C. Brown. Um, I have a business page and uh, a Facebook group. So, yeah, I'm, and I will talk about it a bit more. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. So I'll pop Jill's details in the, um, in the show notes so that you can invite her. <laughs> and, um, and we will end the podcast there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you've benefited from this conversation. And if you would like to be um, in with a chance of being coached on the podcast, um, I'll pop in the details of the application process. Um, so thank you so much, Jill. I'm going to stop the recording now. Thank you. And if you enjoyed this podcast, join me over in the Authentically You course where I'll take you through my tried and tested methods to connecting to your most authentic self. The course includes positive psychology and happiness tips for you and your business, connecting with your unique superpower strengths, why energy is the missing puzzle piece, how to clear and align your energy, and how to speak your truth, speak on stage, do lives, and get your message out into the world, shining your light even brighter than before. And for a limited number of spots, I'm offering this course for just $47 instead of the normal price of $97. So get in quick, head to the link in this bio and join me to be more authentically you.